0: like i can't stand when people manipulate people mm-hmm. like when they i i call them the mayors like especially in the entertainment industry where it's like they go up to every single person and they try to have like a connection because they want to maneuver like that person's like how that person sees them and like how that person will look out for them so they'll go in a room and they're like oh brian like oh yeah you like you like punk metal i don't know do you <laughs> <laughs> or military okay, sorry it's I'll been use... a while since
1: i talked to a 58 year old lady Let me... <laughs> Let
0: me adjust. i'm like you like the punk with the you guitar like rock, and the, punk you know the leather you yeah you yes no but you okay military like if i try i'm like oh my god like my person was in the military navy, right army army hello let me get there okay so i'm like okay you're in the (laughs) army and then i go to like another comic and i'm like oh my god like you have two sisters me too and then like another comic i'm like oh you're from florida like my best friend's from florida and then another person you're like oh my god shaking
2: hands kissing babies exactly (laughs) it's
0: the mayor where it's like you're trying to have a connection with each person because you know that like if you personally can affect the way someone feels about you that they're more willing to look out for you or do things for you Mm -hmm. and i don't think that everybody's like intentionally being manipulative but it's something that like i pick up on and i'm like i hate that quality that's so disgusting and i'm like oh why do i hate that quality because when i was younger i used to do that because i used to have to switch schools all the time and I was always the new person and I was like, how do I get everybody like, you know, to like me or not fight me or not make fun of me or whatever. So like, I had to like navigate like that. And then like, I realized it about myself and then I'm like, oh, that's why I don't like this person. And I'm like, cause they're reflecting like a, like behavior of mine that like, I worked hard to like get rid of. Cause now I'm just like, I not I don't care who anyone is. I was like, I'll hide behind my hat. And like, if we connect, we connect. Like if not, bye.
2: you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, I, uh, it, I guess that kind of thing feels like almost innate because it's like a survival thing yeah. because like when we used to live in like tribes and so I could be completely like, but no, 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 yeah. we used to live in like tribes and stuff. Like if you didn't, if you weren't accepted by the tribe, like they would oust you and you would starve and die or right. whatever the fuck. So like, I guess. It's kind of a natural instinct but when we're in a business like this it feels so like gross because Mm. it feels like oh you're trying to get somewhere yeah as opposed to just like oh I want to keep peace in my life right and be nice to everybody (laughs) so that I can keep peace in my life because me like I feel like I everything I do is to avoid confrontation Mm. (laughs) I am so afraid of confrontation so I'll like uh be nice to people that i don't necessarily want right. to be or like uh you know i, what, what I have trouble a, saying no and yeah. stuff
0: like that what do you think it is with like confrontation like what like when you immediately when you know you have to like say something to someone and like the moment's about to come up like what's literally popping up in your brain are you like oh fuck, this is gonna be bad or like oh shit, they're not gonna like me oh no like i'm gonna be a lot like what are the, the thoughts i think
2: i'm like really afraid of people being angry with me Mm. probably because like my dad Dad. like serious i was like Like,
0: don't say anything yeah because i'm gonna (laughs) i already met it yeah don't tell me anything okay okay yeah (laughs) because i yeah okay yeah
2: but yeah like uh anger just like makes me so uncomfortable right and i never know where it's gonna go like i feel immediately in danger
0: yeah 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 Yeah. no it's fun i mean not funny but interesting because i oh where's my phone it's, I, it's I, right I just, next to you. Oh, well, everybody <laughs> don't yell at me. Um, but like when I meditate on someone, like I'll get like, and this is how I always explain it to people. Cause I think it's, it's really not that woo woo. And it's like, not that magical. It's just like in a subatomic, like particle world, like everything exists, like it's a vibration, it's light and it's frequency. So like mm-hmm. the boat, the smallest form of energy are like those three things. And so like everything has like a vibrational like pattern to it, like you know cuz energy can't be created or destroyed so whatever's like in existence like is and it has like different dimensions are just meaning like it's a different perception of seeing like the same thing so like when we say like dimensions it just means like our perspective on something so if we were to see our body in the first dimension we just see a bunch of molecules and like energetic shit floating around We see ourselves in the third dimension, physical, you know, and then say like a 12th dimension or something, you're seeing things like in a very like energetic, like, you know, non-physical form. So, you know, like bugs or dogs or whatever, like they can pick up on things that like we can't see or we can't hear. And so when we're, when we're like altering, like trying to alter to see through like multiple dimensions, like all you're you're doing is like, you're manipulating your brain waves. Cause like Mm -hmm. our brain is like naturally in like alpha or beta. And those are states where it's like, we're processing information, we're like, you know, surviving, we're, you know, just like doing day to day, like brain tasks that Mm -hmm. don't allow us to perceive things like for what they really are. And so when we get our brain into like a theta or a delta state, we're able to take in information. So we're actually getting our brains to a receptive state where we can pull, cause you know, like information doesn't just come from reading or like exchanging and communication. Like information is like something that like, if you turn your brain into a receptive state, like you're just pulling in like downloads, like, you know, anybody who's like invented something, it's not like they like literally were just like, it's like, no, the idea is coming through thought.
2: Mm-hmm. And then they're
0: like getting the ambition and motivation to keep trying until like the thing like works. So when I'm getting, oh, sorry, go ahead.
2: Oh, no, I, how do you think, like, psychedelics affects that shit? Because mm-hmm. the first time I did mushrooms, like, when you were talking about perceiving your body, yeah. the first time I did mushrooms, like, because I have, like, you know, a, a, like, a lot of people, I'll be like, I fucking hate my body, mm-hmm. it sucks, I look like a fat piece of shit, or whatever, but, like, the first time I did mushrooms, I remember, like, looking down and, like, not really seeing it as mine, mm-hmm. but just, like, a body that, you know, that, like, this sounds so, like... So mushroomy, but like I was like, yeah, it's just like a thing that's carrying my the like my it's It's not information. And and I'm like, it's just a body. Like, who cares? It's just like carrying me. Who the fuck cares what it looks like? It's fine. Like if I saw this body on another person, I'd be like, that's fine. It's a body, (laughs) totally. You know, but because it's mine, I fucking hate it. Of course,
0: because Um, your emotions are attached to it. Yeah, and but that that's exactly like drugs are so good for getting us into. okay not ultra. drugs I'm are like, drugs are what you want to be doing so good. yeah children listening to aunt monterey um no but like so when they do when they take like brain scans and they do this like they have like four different types of like scans that they monitor our brains like they do um there's like some you know blue ribbon like journal shit but they they'll do um mdma molly i mean mdma which is Molly. Um uh, mushrooms, LSD, and they'll do marijuana. And so like they do these brain scans. And so our brain is like a bunch of different like sections that have like different jobs. Right. And so how our brain, you know, people say like, we only use 24% or however much it is of our brain, like these different sections, there's all these like neuron pathways that our brain communicates with different sections of each other. But when we're like in a normal state, there are certain like pathways that just aren't connected. And then Mm. when you take drugs especially like mushrooms or LSD there's certain pathways that start to open up and now there's communication through sections of the brain that normally don't have communication with each other
2: we had some brief technical difficulties well, but, um, it.
0: it's because they're trying to stop the truth Nicole yeah they're trying to get me Illuminati I don't think so you were talking about
1: neural pathways that are connected yeah that normally or not
0: yeah. yeah so when you do drugs Finally, you have this opportunity to where different sections of your brain have, you know, can communicate with each other. And so when they do these scans there, they, the brain actually. So they, it has like different sections that like are like litten up is lit up a word Lighted light. It just lit lit up. Okay. Lit. Yeah. Like that are lit up. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, but so like so ah, that's where the phrase lit comes from maybe. probably yeah <laughs> that like you're lit
0: you're fucking lit like you're all your brain they show
2: the it's not the the like this is your brain on drugs and it's like a disgusting gross mm-hmm. egg but no it's actually like
0: lit no, up beautiful yes and marijuana <laughs> is the one where it's like because people are like oh like so like marijuana like it will there's certain sections of your brain that get fired up that aren't normally fired up but then it it takes down things that you normally have so like marijuana is almost like a replacement but Mm -hmm. like lsd is the only one that it's like every single section of your brain is like lit up so you're like okay and that's my favorite drug um, but, uh, yeah. sounds
2: terrifying. I don't know if I want no. my brain completely lit up.
0: Oh, it's I'm scared. Of, amazing. I'm
2: scared of what I have stored away. No,
0: <laughs> I mean, yes. Like the, all that stuff like will come out, like your shadow aspects, like those are just like the dark side of our psychology, which we all have it. And, but it's like one of those things where you're like, Oh, like you start to like realize that like all like energy is like at the end of the day, it's just this malleable, fucking floating energetic thing. Right. And the reason why they say like our thoughts and our intentions are so powerful is because this malleable energy, like when you put intention into it, like it physically manifests into that thing. So it's like, it you know, it's people think it's like a miracle and it's like, no, it's not a miracle. It's just like science. So your body has like electromagnetic waves. Like when you get an EKG done and you know, like those like waves that like you know, come out of the fucking machine or if they hook it up to your brain, it comes out. So it's like those electromagnetic waves like are on a certain wavelength that have to match up with another wavelength because it's electromagnetic, meaning like it charges with like energy. So, you know, when they do these studies of, you know, people like having, you know, they get them into a meditative state and they get them to feel like peace or they get them to feel calm or they get them to feel love and how they do this is they start You know, guiding people through meditations where they're like, all right, think about the person that, like, you know, inspires you the most. Think about the person that you love in your life or that you're most thankful for. And when they get everybody into these states, they start to monitor these waves and they see that everybody's waves, like, have these same patterns to it. And then they do, you know, they lead them through exercises that guide them through fear and, like, anger and, like, resentment. And then those waves have a similar pattern. And so, what they, you know, what the data, like, concludes is that it's like, Oh, like certain emotions have these energetic patterns and, you know, everything, like whether it's a flower or whether it's a mushroom, whether it's the wind also carries vibrational patterns. So it's like, you want to get yourself into a state of the higher, like, you know, those softer energetic patterns of like love and hope and whatever, because you're literally then charged up and synced up with things that are of like nature, which... You know, and if you're stressed and if you're angry and if you're whatever, it's like you're going to charge up with things that, you know, are a little bit more stressful and chaotic and whatever. And it's like, it sounds woo woo, but you're like, no, man, it's fucking physics. Yeah. Yeah. It's physics, you
2: guys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Have (laughs) you have you? uh? have you done readings for right. brian yet have you done a reading no for but you want to know
0: something that's so funny that came th- i'm gonna t- i don't know what any of this means but last night so i was like meditating so i was like okay like i'm gonna come onto the pod and so when i meditate i start to get messages remember, because they're just vibrational patterns so it's like i'm i'm charging the intention of being like this is the information that i want energy can't be created or destroyed so i'm picking up on it getting my brain a receptive state and then i'll just get like i'll get either like visions where it's like you know when you're dreaming and you have like all these like visions and you're like oh it's just shit that's in your subconscious well when i'm getting my brain into that receptive state i'm going into my subconscious and images that relate to the feelings that i'm picking up on pull up for me and then i can kinda it's like a game of pictionary where i'm like trying to like put the shit together so it's like and the first like few times it happened to me i was like okay am i schizophrenic like what's going on like blah blah because blah. i would like You're good okay yeah i would have like voices like come in that sounds creepy um but then i just would start like recording the information and it's like every single time it was just like dead ass accurate and i was like okay i have to like stop being embarrassed about this but like my roommate who's like not woo woo or spiritual or anything whatsoever her dad died like 10 years ago it's like before i knew her like or maybe like 12 years ago now um i never met her dad like another anything and like one time i was meditating and his voice just was like, hi, I'm Catherine's dad. Can you give her a message? And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, okay. Like I was freaked out. Cause I was like, I don't want to see dead people. I don't want to see no creepy shit. Like, I'm like, I'm already a female comic. This shit is hard enough. Like I've had a hard life, like no fucking weird shit, please. And then the voice was just like, no, like, please just, can you please give her this message? And I was like, oh. and he was like, started like telling me things. He was like, Ask her about a black and white stuffed animal with, like, a red ribbon. Ask her about, like, a special ring with, uh, that has, like, I was seeing, like, green, like, gemstones. And I was like, and then ask her about, like, Catholics. And he's like, make fun of Catholics. And I was like, okay. And then he, like, gave me, like, a message to give her. And then, so I was like, how am I going to bring this up to my roommate? Like, how am I going to be like, hey, uh, real quick, dad, dad? Okay. he's talking to me, you know? So I just started asking her. I was like, um, I was at my boyfriend's house at the time and so i was texting her and i was like by any chance i was like do you have a black and white stuffed animal with like a red something on it and she was like yeah she's like you mean like the one on my bed and i was like oh and and i was like yeah where did you get it and she's like my like dad won it for me at a carnival or something like that and i was like okay and then i was like do you have like a special ring like do you have like a ring that's like really meaningful to you and she's like yeah i have like a best friend ring and then i was like fuck like that's not it like that he said dad like i'm stupid i'm schizophrenic see like this is weird mm-hmm. and then and then she was like well she's like i have this other ring too she's like but i actually don't have it anymore and she's like i lost it and i'm pissed she's like cuz it was actually the ring that like my dad gave me And then I was like, what, I was like, what does it look like? And she's like, it has three green, like gemstones or whatever in it. And I was like, oh my God. And I have this all like written out and I had screenshotted it with a date. So like it shows that I received the information like after I messaged her. Um, And then I was like, uh, I was like, something's telling me to like make fun of Catholics. I was like, does this mean? And she's like, you're freaking me out. She's like, what is going on? Her dad divorced her mom because the mom was like super like Catholic and like staunch and just like whatever. And they got a divorce and he would always make fun of the mom, I guess, for being Catholic. And, um, and she's like, what the hell is going on? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I was like, I was meditating. I was like, this is the shit that came in. I was like, I have no fuck. Cause I, at that point I had never had like consciousness, like someone else's like shit, like talk to me, you know, I would get messages of my own, but not like, you know, um, And then uh she was like, That's so weird. She's like, cause twenty minutes ago she was like, I was watching this show on Netflix and in the show, like the girl's dad died, and she's like, and I was crying and I was like really sad because it made me miss my dad. She's like, and then you texted me and I was like, Fucking sorry, not just a regular comic. I'm fucking psychic. I feel like we
1: should be scrolling a one eight hundred number and have credit card (laughs) logos all over this. This is a straight up infomercial for for mind reading.
2: Well, you do have a podcast called the the Shamic, right
0: yeah i do I'm a yeah i that's why i started it because so i was like this stuff is happening to me and i'm like and i was like i'm just not gonna i would always like hide this side of myself because mm-hmm. i was like i'm a comic i'm cool like you know I'm, I'm one of the boys like blah blah but i'm like also i could fucking save your soul like i can't and um I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna feel embarrassed about it. And I'm sure there's tons of people who think I'm fucking crazy. And I'm sure there's tons of people who are like, okay. <laughs> um, and i'm just like yeah i don't care cuz like the messages i get like every time i tell somebody something it's like spot on and i see that they and 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 maybe it's a coincidence and maybe it's crazy or maybe it's just fucking i'm um, you know drank too much red bull and fucking making shit up whatever but i'm like i see the positive effects it's had in my own life mm-hmm. and i see the positive effects that it's having in other people's lives so i'm like whatever like
2: yeah i mean like i've always been a skeptical person in general whether it's of religion or like whatever the fuck it is yeah. but in that skepticism it's also an understanding that i don't know shit because the reason i'm skeptical is i'm like like with religion and stuff right. I'm like i don't believe in because everyone is so sure they're right yeah and obviously not everyone can is be. right yeah so like my whole thing is, like, I'm not, like, I don't believe in anything. I kind of believe that anything could be possible. Right. And I know that, like, I couldn't possibly know what is and isn't, like, right. because I'm a fucking stupid one. And I'm, no. uh, and I'm just, like, a person. So, like, I I really am, I guess, not, I wouldn't, I guess, maybe not skeptical. I, I just, I'm open to all possibilities. Right. But, like, also open to the fact that everyone could be wrong. Like, totally. Like, so.
0: Yeah, and I think like, I'm one of those people too where it's like, I think that realities don't have to be all the same for everybody. I think like some people's reality, it's like, yeah, maybe there is no spirituality. Maybe there is no divine like fucking sort. Maybe in, in your reality, it's like it doesn't exist and that's the code that you live by and those are the things that make sense for you. And like, maybe the people who like do live by this code is just based off belief and it's just placebo effect. It's like, nobody fucking knows, but I'm like, I just like to live my life like this because it feels good, and I'm, you know, I I feel like I finally have like gotten myself to like happiness and peace in my life, you know, and so I'm like, well, it works. whatever way you
2: get there, yeah, yeah. And and there are things like a long time ago that like um, couldn't be explained the way they can be explained now, totally. like with science and stuff like yeah. that. So like back then they had things that sounded crazy Crazy. yeah (laughs) like but now it's like oh no this makes sense because this is what it is so like with that kind of stuff like i do think there are people who pick up on things Mm -hmm. i think there are people and i don't know like how it happens but like i know people who like when they have a feeling about something like i'm like oh i trust that feeling yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. i I had a roommate who like every time she was like i have a bad feeling like something bad's gonna it happened like yeah. i was like oh my god like every time she had a bad feeling i got scared like, right. because i was like this girl has, this girl has some kind of intuition yeah. or some shit uh
0: yeah i mean so. animals have it like there's like a- like animals are like in tuned with like nature like so well that they like there's like this one bird that they started to predict i think it was earthquakes after because The bird, like every time, like they knew, like they would change their like flight schedule of like migration. And they the scientists were looking at it and they're like, why are they changing it? Like what's going on? Like how come sometimes it's in this month and it's this month, it's different. And what they realized was that every single time the birds like had changed their migration cycle or whatever, they were avoiding like hurricanes or earth. Oh yeah, hurricanes, because that would make more sense. They're avoiding like uh hurricanes. So they're like, okay, so like this bird is like intuitively like picking up on some pattern. And this is, like, a documentary on Netflix. It's about, like, mushrooms, but not, like, psychedelic mushrooms, but, like, actual, like, you know, the fucking organism or whatever. But so they're saying that there's, like, how, like, the internet, like, how we have, you know, a man-made manual, like, internet. Like, there's, like, an an underground, like, nature's version of the internet where, like, these different, you know, plants or, like, animals can pick up and receive information just, like, how the internet, like, what... Again, I'm explaining this terribly, but you can watch the fucking documentary.
1: Real real quick, before we give birds too much credit, (laughs) um, about a month and a half ago in Mexico, a flock of birds all flew full force into the ground (laughs) and hundreds and hundreds of them died uh right into the concrete uh, you know
0: what maybe there was a reason <laughs> uh have you ever heard of a sacrifice brian <laughs> jesus just, just christ i to say
1: it's tit for tat <laughs> uh,
0: but they're That's i'm a- saying like they're animal like they know like when shit you know, they're like oh this is they they know like when it's time to mate they know when it's like fucking something's in the water or they're like this is point like they can pick up on shit or it's like they don't talk to each other like they don't you know they don't have the same develop like they're just in tuned with some aspects and you're like we all like can do it but it's like you know i'm i'm like a firm believer in kind of what you said too where it's like just because like science like hasn't always caught up with everything it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist like you know people thought there was only one solar system like they thought there was no like fucking land on the other side of the ocean they thought they still think that the earth is flat so it's like we're st- constantly developing technology and you know the resources to put in a lot of the um the the studying and the data behind a lot of these things that like monks and shit have known for thousands of years and they're like yeah we already know that but they're like mm-hmm. well, we have improved it and it's like great but like we're already like doing it and we built pyramids remember um and
1: (laughs) you're not an alien built them person
0: no i mean yes (laughs) yes but like not not built them physically but they gave them the information like to have the tools and the resources like to build it
2: gave the 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 slaves yeah no no
0: no 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 the
1: egyptians no. and then they followed those orders <laughs> okay by using slavery mm-hmm. right Much? is that yeah. how it went down
0: yeah okay something like that alien yeah.
1: alien to master to slave
0: yeah okay well they're they're so called it's the aliens fault there. yeah uh, what are they like on An- akunakin or anukin it's like in the sumerian tablets but it's basically like the sky people and um But yeah, Egyptians were like very spiritually connected and they uh, knew how to have like divine connection and to Mm. like source information, like through getting altered, getting into altered conscious states, altered conscious states. Yeah. And that's how they, that's why they were so advanced and we have the ability to do it now too. And, uh, birds are also sky people. They are sky people. Yeah. Mm
2: I was like, I'm like a bird. I have intuitive instincts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: So you do readings. Yeah. Oh, so you were saying you were meditating on something oh, when Brian. I asked you about Brian. Yeah, did yeah, You get messages about Brian. Yeah,
0: I yeah. almost
1: walked out. It took way too long to get back to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was furious. I, was like, I thought like, this was about to be about me.
0: Yeah. Okay. No, we're gonna make this about you, Brian. Don't worry. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm just kidding. And I don't know if any of this makes sense, but this is what popped up. Okay. So the the number seventeen and. 72 kept popping up like uh-huh. and I kept seeing at first I was seeing 1772 and I was like okay but then I saw it as two separate numbers like 17 and 72 and then I saw it like on jerseys or like uh like some type of like sports thing or whatever like 17 and 72 and then I saw I saw a boy that like you were like close to a kind of like brotherly like energy but I don't think it's a brother and then I saw like uh like a pain, like in his stomach or like his like abdominal area. And then like some, like something like tragic, like happened like in the, is any of this making sense? Nope. No. No, <laughs> you don't, do you, do you know anybody who died like from like a stomach? I know cancer? lots
1: of people who died, <laughs> but from stomach cancer? No, not
0: like stomach cancer, but just something in the abdominal like region, like a pancreas exploding or like just something like, cause I just kept seeing like, literal like muck and like gunk like whenever I see like darkness like in someone's body that means like oh like this is like the root like cause of like whatever but I just saw someone that was like really close I don't know if like what the number 17 and 72 but I kept seeing 17 72 or like like teammate like but it wasn't sports but it was like they're showing me a sports thing to like resemble like team and then I saw like Oh, well, was someone shot in the stomach?
1: Uh, I had a bandmate who was shot in the face. Mm. He survived.
0: Does But does 17 and 72 mean anything to you?
1: No, I have some significance to the number 17, but it has nothing to do with anything you're saying. Okay. That's just my mom died on March 17th. Oh. Uh, 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 uh. But I don't, that's, I mean, I, I imagine I have something for every number between one uh, and 99. Uh, so I could I could attach something okay. to a number,
2: maybe an ancestor that died in seventeen. Yeah, none of that <laughs> r-
1: rang any bells whatsoever, and I'm not okay. being a dick. I'm No, no, wide no open. that's fine.
0: Yeah, but okay, so like seventeen, I was like seventeen does mean something, and but I was like we'll find it, but we're so I kept seeing seventeen and seventy two, and then I kept seeing some guy like it having like stomach issue or stomach pain or like some type of like pain, like in that area. Maybe and it's
2: going to happen.
1: Well, I had a best friend who killed himself and he was a junkie and, uh, I don't know. Opiates bind. Maybe he was constipated from opiates. Cause that <laughs> happens when you do heroin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can't shit. Um, I don't know what to tell you.
0: Yeah. And then I saw, <laughs> and then I saw like a fast, like car, like a, like a race car, like a white car, like, and I don't know if it was like, somebody liked nascar or somebody had a fast like white car but uh they were just kept showing me like a like white like souped up car or something doing nothing for me i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> nope but did anybody like nascar or anything i just
1: got into nascar like two months ago okay i went to my first race and okay loved it but no uh nah, no
0: no no OK, well, those are the things that popped. up. I was like, OK, I do have like, a
1: horrible memory and I do have a long list of bullshit that's happened. Uh-huh. So I could have forgotten some things. No,
0: but. but I it it doesn't mean anything like it just like when it like when things like pop up, like what I was like feeling was that like somebody was like a brother to you or someone was like close to you and they died. Mm-hmm. And something something with like in your mom didn't have a stomach or like mm-hmm. anything in the abdominal, brain tumor brain tumor. Everything's okay. in the head. OK, yeah, but I'm like, OK, but it just felt like someone like close, like a guy, like a brother type of energy. That- Is
2: it always something in the past or do you think you sometimes pick up on stuff that might
0: happen?
1: Jesus, I hope it's in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she's predicting somebody about to die from stomach shit soon. <laughs> I guess I'll find, I will like, I was wondering see. who my best friend is recently. I guess that's how I find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever dies of a Whoever stomach pain, like, oh, stomach. that was my yeah, best yeah, friend. You were <laughs>
2: wondering who your best friend is?
1: Yeah, because I, I have, like, five or six people that I couldn't put above them. I couldn't right. put one right. above them.
2: No, I don't think, like, okay. I don't know. I feel like when I was a kid, I would be, like, I would say, like, I have a best friend. But, like, now that I'm older, I don't think I... I, I, yeah you kind of have like a group of people yeah right you it's weird to pick one person that's like you're my best friend right I was right.
1: thinking in the context of if I ever had a traditional wedding oh, who, would who would be my best, best man?
2: man got it and
1: got I it. no came up with nothing
2: yeah. Do you have a brother No no yeah. okay Yeah. yeah because yeah. I feel like normally it would be people's like brother or... yeah yeah
1: that would be nice and simple right. I could make it my sister. I've been in a bride's crew. Mm-hmm.
0: Before a bridescrew, yeah. bridesmaid. Like I said, I yeah, just—I yeah, yeah. just <laughs> didn't know the word. I, yeah, love I the it.
1: ladies. I just, I just went
2: real. to a bachelor <laughs> party, you know. <laughs> yeah, I just went to a bachelor party. I like the uh, who's getting the married. Bending of gender norm. Uh, Ed Larson. He's Jeff Ross's cousin. Uh, okay, uh, good guy. He's okay. awesome. Good
0: guy. Good guy. Good guy. Okay. What, okay well, this to- is weird. Sorry, I'm like, I'm my brain. I'm like, I hope no one in your life dies of stomach cancer.
1: Well, listen, I, I've got death calluses. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Okay. Uh, no, it's fine. I was just wondering, I saw a picture, of, I think, of you on Instagram on a party bus. Mm-hmm. Was that the bachelor party? Yeah. Were you going from like, were you strip club hopping?
2: No, no. We just went from Jeff's Florida. house where we were all getting drunk to an Alice Cooper concert and then to a, like a tiki bar and then back. Mm.
1: So this is an older man. Yeah yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I like, like it was like the party bus was just like a bunch of like, like dad looking guys. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah I saw,
1: <laughs> I saw the bus and I was like, man, Nicole really does hang out with the writers.
2: I yeah. do. <laughs> it's the most. It was
1: the most. Everybody had that Judah Friedlin thirty yeah, rock look. See, seeing
2: like seeing like Mike Lawrence at a bachelor party is hilarious. No, yeah, it's yeah. uh yeah yeah I hang out with a uh, a lot of uh. Old dudes, which is perfect for yeah. my father issues. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. your crew
1: of friends have been exclusively living off of like Nature Valley granola bars right. and, <laughs> and sparkling waters, whatever they give in a writer's room. Well, and fruit even, snacks. Even welches. my uh,
2: even my, my boyfriend is forty four, which is seven years younger than my dad and uh so like i'm just like a perfect friend and girlfriend for older men Mm. because i've just spent my whole life getting into things to impress like to be closer to my dad like sports and his music and all that stuff so like Mm. I just uh, yeah, have all the same interests. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so I You're just. You're like uh, Queen
0: and Pink Floyd. You're like, got it. Yeah, like, yeah. exactly.
2: I, <laughs> I love dad rock. I yeah, yeah. fucking love I it. I like dad
0: rock too. <laughs> it's yeah. great.
2: Queen uh, is the best. Yeah. But My friend Keith, you know, Keith Carey.
0: Uh, Keith Carey. Yeah. Is yeah, he yeah.
2: still around? I haven't seen him. Like, yeah, he's around. He lives in Long Beach now. Oh, but, OK. You know, but he's, he's still
0: he does stand up and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: OK. Okay. Sorry. He's pretty damn good. We're right are uh,
2: roasting each other on uh may 3rd for oh, the nice. netflix is a joke festival oh cool okay um, that's coming up soon Hell yeah. yeah that'll be fun it will, it will be he's awesome and very roastable yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he uh he would always like uh when he's in my car we go on the road a lot and he'd always be like uh you have like cool dad taste in music yeah. <laughs> like, here like,
0: i go again yeah, on my own. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. fun dad
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah but uh do yeah. you drink and drive, Nicole? I try not to. Now okay. that
0: now that like you know. I'm gonna see you with like cracking <laughs> open a beer <laughs> and like just like
2: yeah. uh you know what's funny is like I feel like I've I have let people crack open a beer in my passenger seat and mm-hmm. I get so nervous about it, but I won't say anything because I don't want to come off as like not Conforti- cool. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. that's happened oh so God. many times where someone's just cracked open and a beer like- and I've been like
0: I'm so comfortable. I'm like, I what the fuck are over. you doing, <laughs> idiot? I yeah,
2: I can't. I don't want them to. Hey, the only time I said something was when it was a cop. Like I, <laughs> he was a cop, and I was like, "Aren't you a cop?" And he was like, "I didn't want to be a cop." <laughs> I was like, like "Okay, <laughs> hardened yeah. detective." He's like, All "I right. want, I wanted to be a billionaire." <laughs>
0: Like, okay, complete wrong industry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know drinking and driving was like wrong because my dad always drank and drove like Mm -hmm. in the car. And I remember like one time my dad got pulled over by the cops and my dad's like these fucking pigs, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, these fucking pigs. Like <laughs> my dad's just having a fucking beer in the car. Like what the hell? And like the, uh, the cop is like giving like my dad like a hard time. And like, I was always like feisty. And so I was like, sir, like can a man like work his fucking job, pick up his kid, have a beer, like without being bothered. Like what the fuck <laughs> is the issue here? Like <laughs> stop bothering this innocent man. Like, and then the cop just like looked at me like, and I remember I remember being like, oh, he's so impressed that I'm like sticking up for my dad, you know? And I'm like, oh no, he's like, oh, this child literally thinks that it's completely fine to be blasted like in the car. Cause like, that's all. And like, even I was like, came home and like told my stepmom, I'm like, yeah. And like, they're all, it's like, oh my God. It's like, when is like getting drunk a bad thing? Like, oh my God. And they're like, no, like you can't drink. And I had no idea that it was wrong. For That's, a very long time. Well, he
1: wasn't crashing.
0: Yeah. I mean, he did his fourth (laughs) DUI. I'm like, here's the thing. He has four DUIs and his last DUI, he hit a cop car head on. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, which is a shortcut. You know what I mean? Because usually you crash into a car, then you have to wait for the cops to come. You didn't have to wait. Exactly. You crash into the cop and it's like, let's just go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Straight to jail. Yeah. Straight to jail. Again, daddy's gone.
2: (laughs) Bye. I think my dad only got one DUI, but I didn't know about it until like this year. (laughs) He told me about it and I was like, oh, because like it the the year his mom died was like the year he was like the worst when it came to like alcohol and stuff like that mm-hmm. and
0: uh
2: yeah he was like yeah that was the year i got my dui and i was like i didn't know you got a dui and he was like yeah he's
0: like i still uh, drove you to school yeah I, know, I, <laughs> I,
2: do, I, I do think that he picked me up from soccer practice drunk a couple of times because he he was like one of the, the you know like um i don't know if you guys played sports but like if you or or like dance or whatever the fuck. Mm. But like it was so embarrassing if your parent picked you up late because the coaches would have to sit there and like wait like, with you. Yeah. And so like it got to the point where sometimes I would like hide and make them think that my parents picked me up so that <laughs> I wouldn't have they wouldn't have to like wait with me and then I would just like sit on the curb yeah, for an that's hour. So good. And then my dad would come and be like, I fell asleep and I'd be like, Okay. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're <drunk>.
0: yeah. <laughs> my 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 mom didn't have a car and then like my dad like got a car they didn't they were like divorced but same thing like i remember like one, my my parents were like very neglectful like I, I i would always have to remind them like hey i'm your child like i don't know like what you're doing but like i'm supposed to be like fed and, like, I'm supposed to be, like, you know, like, just washed or laundry whatever. So needy. <laughs> God. But,
2: well, Can't a man just get off work <laughs> and neglect his child? child like, what the <laughs> fuck?
0: Jesus. But he, the, they would forget me all the time, too. Like, I would just, like, never get picked <laughs> up or, like, never. And I, I remember, like, one time... It was like after like a gym class thing or it was like a gym field trip like after school and then i was like okay like i told i told my dad to pick me up and i was so excited because i was like oh my dad at least has a car like my mom doesn't she'd have to like pick me and we would have to go on a bus and then so i was like just like waiting and waiting and then like my gym teacher is like i don't i don't think they're coming and she's like i'll just like drop you off and i remember in the car that's when i first heard of the cranberries it's because like my gym teacher like played R. it R. over P. <laughs> yeah rip <laughs> yeah and i'm like there's so many times where i'm like i mean i did get sexually abused but i'm like there's so many more times where i'm like i should be dead like mm-hmm. i would get in the cars with like strangers who got like bit by like sharks like they're just like my mom's like neighborhood like bar like regulars and they'd be like get in my car and i'm like okay like and i would just like be gone i'd like stay at these random dudes like houses like i would i'm like that's so dangerous. But I have a lot of good stories. And Yeah. Yeah. You know. I'm sure. starting I'm starting to see why you're a comic. It's, uh... <laughs> Ryan's like crying. He's like, sure. No, I wish. <laughs> I wish I was, but uh, that
1: doesn't really affect me. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm sorry.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> dead inside. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no, dude, I bawled this weekend. Did good you? Job. Yeah, I cried.
2: Oh, uh, at About the show? What?
1: No, uh, oh. uh, the, there was a heavyweight championship fight, uh, <laughs> boxing. And no, it's not the fight; it's the okay. ring walks. You oh, know what okay. it is? The ring walks so make you were me inspired. cry. So you uh, no, I was not inspired. I felt like I felt like shit. <laughs> No, because like uh, I chose a, you know, because I'm an artsy fartsy person, Mm -hmm. there's no meritocracy there and there can't be. It's impossible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But with fighting, I just was looking at two great people Mm -hmm. who got out of horrible situations Mm -hmm. and made it all the way to this arena where 94,000 people spent so much money, found parking, the whole rigmarole to get there to watch them fight. Yeah. And one of the fighters grew up like not just neglected, but just thrown on the street as a child. He was from Jamaica, thrown on the streets, stabbed three times, shot twice. The other guy was a Roma gypsy, which are treated like scum in England. And so I was just thinking about their whole life stories. The only time I ever cry is boxing. You were inspired. Ring and that's
0: beautiful. That's no, ins- I was
1: proud of them. Yeah, in a way. that's it's
0: inspirational. Is, where is you're it? like, yeah, that's what inspired. Because I feel like
1: inspiration is something you can use. No,
0: like inspiration can mean like it's inspiring you to feel things that normally aren't sparked in your day to day.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So oh, dude, I was like a slap baby.
0: Uh, I'm the same. Any sorry. kind
2: of like inspirational sports movie mm. will make me cry oh, <laughs> i love sure. that shit. cinderella man oh my god yeah that shit made me cry so hard yeah
0: it's because it's be- like it's one of those things because it's like those are the very few things where like we get to be like victorious without having to like come into something like most people it's like they have nepotism or they have a good family or they right. have money or an education something like that. But it's like to be like, Oh, to come from absolutely nothing and to make something to go from rags to go to riches to go to chaos to go to peace, it's like fucking it's definable epic. greatness. Although yeah. it
2: is kind of sad that like yeah, one of the only ways to come from that kind of background and then be success is to like almost sacrifice your body. Totally. In a way. It's <laughs> like like your, sports, entertainment
0: sure. and I mean, I yeah. Sports and entertainment are like the two. Like ways. boxing specific. Sometimes right? yeah. it almost yeah.
2: it feels almost like exploitation. Sometimes in yeah. a way that's, that's gross. But like, you know, I, I, yeah, you're right. Like they, the, they are great at what they do, and mm-hmm. they come out of a, a situation in, in where any other instance they wouldn't be yeah. able to.
0: It's like a micro, like it's like a microcosm of like justice, where you're like, okay, the best. The person who, like, worked the hardest and, like, overcame the most and, like, put in the effort, like, they won. So it's yeah. like, because in life, it's like, that doesn't work most of the time. I was no. watching
2: the the baseball Ken Burns documentary. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched that? Of course. Mm-hmm. And the the part where they, was it in that documentary where they um talk about, like, all the, the leagues and, like, the Dominican Republic and stuff? And they like show I maybe it was that or I watch a lot of baseball documentaries, yeah, but, yeah. but they they were talking about like that. league, And they like they have these leagues where now because like, you know, it became a big thing where uh, they realize, oh, they can play baseball. And yeah. so. Yeah. But and, and like they have all these leagues and th- that's their like dream is just to like get into the major leagues in America because that's their way out. Like right. that's yeah, yeah. their way to like.
0: Yeah. Like having a life that's like somewhat yeah. peaceful.
2: And like it was really cool seeing some people make it and be like, but then like they, they were showing all these people in the leagues and interviewing them. And then you saw them not make mm-hmm. it and you, it mm-hmm. was devastating. Yeah. Like it was so sad. It's because really sad. They were good. Yeah. They but just like great. weren't yeah. good enough. Right. And like, they just, they that is eat. the
1: painful part. But uh, it's also the best part where like, I just like knowing I'm watching the best. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you go turn on a comedy special, mm-hmm. You're not watching the best, right? No matter because it's impossible to define what that is, right? Yeah. But
0: it's there's like comforting. at least like ten people where you're like, I can count on you. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I
2: guess watching Shohei Otani has been a uh, oh. a pleasure.
1: I know. Wait, watching what? Shohei Otani. Shohei. Shohei.
2: Yeah, he is a he's a baseball player. He's on oh, the. Oh, okay. The Angels. I was like, you guys are he's
1: a modern day Babe roof. Yeah. Came from okay.
2: uh, Japan, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like fucking he's he also just seems like such a fucking nice guy Hmm. um but he's like just the best he And he 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 can pitch and hit which is like Uh, just unheard of yeah Yeah. and not just pitch and hit but he is like the best of both (laughs) he's incredible yeah um but yeah no it is is uh it's, it's really. Did you go to an
1: Angels game for your birthday? I
2: did, yeah. yeah.
1: You had, like, box seats, right? I saw. Yeah, yeah. So, so you
0: love baseball is what I'm gathering.
2: I do. <laughs> I do. I well, that. that was one of the things that, yeah. you know, I uh, helped me bond with my dad. dad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Getting older. Because that was, like, he would always tell us, like, you know, um, like, the most important things in my life in order are baseball, you guys, and then your mom. <laughs> that
0: that's was hilarious. what he would say. So wow.
2: I had to get really into baseball so I could be a part of his it's favorite thing (laughs) because you were saying
0: like nicole like how you guys have the same birthday her baseball is like a big thing because like these are the messages that I got for her that got right for her, okay? <laughs> Nicole, Nicole Schreiber. The, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, Nicole, me Nicole me Schreiber. Me. So, like, I meditated on her, and I kept seeing, I was like, I kept seeing her dad, like, calling her, like, rookie and, like, seeing them at, like, a baseball field, and, like, and she was like, yeah. She And then I kept seeing her, like, him coming to, like, games or something, and she played softball. Her dad came to every single one of her games. And I also he,
2: played softball. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and she, uh, and her dad had season tickets to well, wherever the fuck she's from, but, like, her dad had season tickets, and, like, that was, like, their favorite, like, activity to do, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's so but my it's funny My dad also had you.
2: season tickets. I, uh, yeah. He's I
0: like, what is going on with you, Nicole? This I went- <laughs> is fucking Freaky Friday. I went to so
2: many baseball. It's so funny because, like, my boyfriend, he's a huge baseball fan. He's a Mets fan. He's yeah. from New York. But he, he had, before he met me, he'd only been to, like, four baseball games and, like, and that's nuts amateur to me. like yeah. because he knows like when it comes to, he knows way more than me just like you give him a baseball trivia thing yeah no matter what year it is it could be before he was born he'll know <laughs> like Damn. it's insane uh and um he uh yeah he'd only been to like a few baseball games and i was like that's nuts to me because like as a kid mm-hmm. it was like such a big part like after like i feel like almost every day i was going to a really? baseball game because like we just went to every single home game. That's so fun. Uh when I was when I was growing up. So yeah. like the fact that people have only been to like a few games. I'm like, "What?" What? It just yeah. seems like such a normal part of uh childhood for right. me. Is,
1: like to 81 go. or so home games
2: a yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. It was going That's like a
1: whole life. Constantly.
2: Yeah. Constantly. Like just uh, it was like it, during baseball season after school like my dad would take me because my mom didn't really care to go. My brother didn't really care to go. Right. So I was the only one that was like, take me because yeah. I just wanted him to love me. You know,
0: maybe a hug will come when someone scores. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and
2: well, and then uh, the, the sad part was um, if I if they lost, my dad would tell me that I jinxed them. <laughs> Oh like, yeah, like yeah. I like jinx my dad a lot, and he would like mean it. Or like if we were watching it in the <sighs> living room and they started losing, he'd be like, "Get the fuck out! Yeah. You're jinxing. Get out!" And so like I would go as a kid, I would go to oh these games God. and just like pray that they would win because I didn't my want my God. dad to be mad at me for jinxing them. It's a
1: shame we couldn't flip it around on him. Where it's oh like my. you know, give oh, me oh, some fucking I, ice cream, or I'll jinx your
0: ass. Yeah,
1: I'm a fucking witch. Is
0: the dollhouse coming. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> Wouldn't want to jinx your fucking team, yeah. So funny.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my dad has these little um, like a Green Bay Packers pickup truck thing, and oh. he has these gnomes, these Green Bay Packers gnomes, and yeah. he has a bobblehead Vince Lombardi. And depending on how the game goes, he has to rotate them certain degrees. It's just OCD. But uh, I was like, "You're dead, Nobody, <laughs> yeah.
2: nobody is more superstitious, st- superstitious than sports fans. I know. Just oh my like, god, it's it's insane my dad
0: was a huge I'm from Buffalo and I don't know if you know about us but we lost four Super Bowls in a row Bills Mafia yeah and when I was little like I didn't know that football wasn't sad like I thought football (laughs) was just a sad like activity because I like my informative years were watching grown men Uh like crying at being like no no not again like we bet money (laughs) like people are getting divorces and I was like oh my god I was like I was like why do people watch football it's trash. Tragic. And they're like, <laughs> like no, that's not. That's just a your people thing. And I was like, damn. And the Bills,
1: ha- all their fans had those pants, those I Z- Zuba. Have those, I have those. Yeah? Yeah. Yes. You do know, talking about those like zebra, zebra stripes. Right, oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. My, but, That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you it's, have those?
0: Of course. Yeah. I wear them to bed at night. Yeah. With my just giant people, Bills t-shirt. People yeah.
2: crying in zebra pants. Yeah. Like. <laughs> in the middle of the snow. It's like,
0: oh, Like, literally. I mean, the Super Bowls in mm. February was just like the worst month right. of the year in Buffalo. I'm mm. like, we have the four like Buffalo was like the fourth poorest city like at that time, and one of the worst like winters like in the fucking goddamn like United States. And they just lost four Super Bowls. You're like, light this place on fire and get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. we they got to go. Yeah, the whole city, every single one of them. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that's it. Uh, that's and so that's how I knew I was gonna leave. I was like. Ah. I'm not a loser. I can't stay here.
1: Yeah. My girlfriend's from Rochester, so I hear Uh, all these stories about upstate New York. Yeah. And it's just, it sounds like gummo. It's just (laughs) just the most depressing fucking. So depressing. Just opiate, destroyed. Yeah.
0: I know like four people like that I know very well, like that just died of heroin at like 25. Yeah. And you're like, hey, you can leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: so sad i used to i used to think that i wanted to move to new york like i just romanticized new york new york city so hard. right yeah. yeah and then like everyone i know that's moved here from new york is like i would never go back like I. I yeah
0: i always say new york is a better city la is a better place mm-hmm. so it's like if you want if you want like a city new york but if you're like i want like my lifestyle and the quality of my life and you know like the day-to-day you know uh environmental like non-hassles it's la
2: i feel like it because because there are people who are so like they're from new york and and that's all they'll ever like they're like no new york forever new york till i die i hate everything that isn't new york and whatever but it's shitty yeah so like i feel like those are like the people who love shitty sports teams it's like well i'm being abused (laughs) by my team or by but i can't not you know, yeah. Be and you're all like, in on them.
0: Good for you. Like if you're really happy in New York, like I think there's people that are that are happy doing it. And I think it's like a pride thing. But I'm like, everybody likes sunshine. You're, like, don't you like the sunshine? Yeah. Like, don't you want to see it? Like New York sucks. Like I lived there and it was like, there's only three good months out of the year. Every, yeah. like people think like, oh, summer, no, no, summer. it's fucking humid. like you can't wear jeans. like you have like crotch sweat everywhere. and I'm like, how are people having sex? Like your hair is disgusting immediately. It smells like trash. you have no privacy. Everybody's like, oh, in New York, like people get it. No, they don't. They're all fucking tourists and they're all in the goddamn way constantly. and it's like, every two seconds it's like there's a delay there's something happening everything that you planned on is not gonna it's not gonna happen it's raining and then it's sunshine and then it's cold and then it's snowing and then it's expensive you're like this isn't it yeah like, this is not it well
2: and i love i love snow but i grew up in california so my idea of snow is like going up to big bear and seeing that fresh sheet of snow yeah in new york it's like black and dirty Dirt. and yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. but i was always like yeah i would love to like go in new york and just wear long coats and be mm-hmm. a, like a cool in bitch city. in the city yeah, yeah it ruined and, all of
0: like snow and and yeah. uh, like just so it is magical. beautiful like there are like the like, what's great about New York is it's so spontaneous. Like you'll leave your house at seven in the morning and then you don't come back till seven in the morning. And you're like, whoa. And you like, never were home. You're just like out and about. Cause it's so easy to get around and you're just like meeting all these different types of people. And it's just literally like a melting pot, like in LA, like yeah. it's very segregated, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's not like intermixed and everybody's kind of the same type of person or there's like m- four categories, but in New York, you're like it's all literally fucking mumbo jumbo up so it's like it can be fun but it's just most of the year you're like when i go outside the shit that's touching me sucks
2: yeah you know? i do think bars should be open till 4 a.m yes absolutely i wouldn't be at bars till 4 a.m anymore <laughs> because i just I'm, i need to be in bed by like 11 now yeah but um but yeah like i think it's ridiculous that bars close at 2 a.m it's
0: it sucks. it sucks well as a bartender like why well, I used to bartend and I was like oh it'll be perfect like I'll make more money and then and then it's like by the time you get done with like your checkout it's like five thirty in the morning and then like the trains only run like every ha- like you're getting mm. you're you're a nine to five you're a graveyard yeah. worker you go, show up at nine you get done at five in the morning by the time you get to bed it's like seven and you're like and then you sleep the whole day and I'm like it sucks like you can make money but yeah. like it sucks
2: I don't know that I'd work yeah, I wouldn't like it if I worked there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: um, I was going to say to you too. Okay, so let me let me tell yeah, you what popped up. Let's do this reading. I, did ask, I asked
2: Monterey, too. To, I don't even think I've introduced you yet. Oh, this
0: yeah. This is Monterey
2: Martinez. She's a very uh, <laughs> She's funny very comedian. Crazy. And um, <laughs> she also uh, does readings. And I asked her to come do a reading for me uh, on this podcast. Because I yes, thought it'd yes. be fun.
0: Yeah, we're doing it. Okay, so when I meditate on you meditated on you this was the stuff that i saw and some of this might be like like dark or like tragic um (laughs) okay so i just don't know if you're like if you want like completely wrong (laughs) i'm like or completely wrong or we're gonna have to do a fucking two-month update and when brian's friend dies then we can fucking, uh come correct it okay now i just have to try and maybe kill somebody's friend just so i can have my fucking pride um okay so the first thing that i that popped up is like i saw you in a doctor's office when you were a kid I saw you in a doctor's office and this this is probably symbolism, but I saw you in a doctor's office with like bruises on you or like marks on you. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: I'm ruining it. I'm the worst person. <laughs> I'm a water. <laughs> no, Brian, you have I'm to stay here. Uh hey. oh, uh oh, oh. water? Yes, I do. Um Okay, but I saw you like ba- basically it was like symbolizing that like you lying me lying like you having to lie to protect people so it was like I saw you in uh-huh. a doctor's office and I saw like a doctor like seeing bruises on you and being like sweetie like what are these bruises from and you're like nothing like no like blah blah like yeah and so like again I don't know if that was like a factual like moment or it was just like symbolism of like she had to lie a lot to protect oh, fuck. You're good. okay to protect um, your parents or something um, and then and then i saw it's darker but then i saw you like i i saw like a family member and it i think it was a male but like not probably not a brother but like uh, a grandpa or like an uncle or something but like i saw like snuggling like in the bed but then i saw like dark energy over the person and so i was like probably some sexual abuse or like something Um, and again, I don't know if it's a family friend or like a family member, but, um, I, I saw you like, uh, like having to, again, like lie or like cover that up or like not having like the ability to like express that, um, which was then showing me like that a lot of like your anxiety comes from because, uh, you were in like a lot of like dangerous, like situations, like when you were little and the people that were like supposed to protect you were the ones like that were like hurting you. And so it like creates like a lot of like inner, like conflict where you just don't ever naturally like feel safe and you don't ever like naturally like feel comfortable. But that is something that like can go away. Um, cause I, I was the same for like a long time but um i saw that and then i saw um sorry my phone just turned off um um, um, sorry sorry you can tell yeah yeah
2: i uh i mean the 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 lying thing i had to lie to cops (laughs) a Mm -hmm. lot because uh um my parents like like uh, constantly fought Mm -hmm. and it would get you know physical loud physical like whatever and cops were called Mm -hmm. you know by the neighbors and stuff a lot and uh my parents would be like you tell them everything's okay (laughs) like whatever um so that was true um this i I i've had sexual things but uh not till later in life uh Uh, unless i'm repressing shit
0: from when i was
2: a kid i don't know i do have people in my life who have that theory that i uh repress it because of um like just stuff when i started having sex and mm-hmm. i uh was um there were a lot of like psychological blocks there and dissociation and, and, right. and stuff like that so
0: yeah a lot know. of the times too like people like and I'm not, I'm not being like yeah you were molested <laughs> like that but <laughs> oh
2: and i also because and then like uh my say so he was talking to his therapist about me and that yeah. kind of stuff that i have revolving around sex and and he said did she start masturbating really yeah, early yeah, in life age. and he was like actually yeah cuz i talked about that like yeah. how I, I did it like i discovered it when i was in like kindergarten first grade yeah, me too, yeah. and then uh and, usually a
0: sign of and then abuse, i got too. like
2: caught masturbating in class in like <laughs> third
1: grade i went to school for early childhood development and that is not always a sign it's yeah, rare yeah. it's often rare i think so oh there you go it's uh there's also tac are you there? No,
2: no, no. Oh. Yeah, you're good. There you
1: go. I'm gonna have to fix this after, but it would take Is too it? long to do it. Right okay, now. okay, we're good. There's a lot of tactile stuff. Oh. Um there are a lot of people who uh a lot of kids who you'll find rubbing surfaces mm. all the time, rubbing mm-hmm. their blankets, yeah. very tactile, touchy touchy yeah. people. Got it and they often are just like rubbing their yeah. vagina or whatever all the time.
2: Well, I all yeah, I was um I was like obsessed with like <laughs> the first time I've
1: said vagina. <laughs> in years. Yeah, but is... I got into college mode.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're rubbing their vagina. I can like, call they're, it a pussy. They made <laughs> eye contact with me rubbing they're, their vagina. Their vulva. Uh I no,
2: like, okay. it, I was obsessed with like uh with silky things like I yeah. loved rubbing like silky things and I, I got in trouble when I was in kindergarten for bringing my mom's underwear to school because <laughs> it was silky and I just wanted to like mm-hmm. rub it against my no, I had kids
1: Nicole. who wanted to play with their shit because they liked the,
0: <gasps> yeah this, me and my the way sister their shit felt. we yeah. would uh yeah. after we would like poop. oh their actual shit
1: their shit oh, in gross. the toilet
0: yeah yeah yeah. me and my sister we kids would are poop, gross and then we would like we would like take a spoon and like like stir it up in the toilet like I why I don't know but I'm like we were in high school no, I'm I'm but we we're like yeah I'm like it's just we we used to take we had a cat and we would like take the the cat's shit and we'd like take an empty candy bar we put the cat shit like in the candy bar wrapper and we go up to my cousin like want a candy bar and oh then we're God. like ah, it's cat's shit. oh fuck <laughs> it's did, cat's they, shit. did they eat it no everybody oh, okay. knew right are like there's cat litter all over this yeah, like yeah. what are you Oxytosis. doing but we just thought it, we're just like dude we just fucking <laughs> got you and he's like it's very obvious that It's cat shit the wrappers already open like there's kitty litter like yeah not tricking us
2: my brother um put a and i don't he, he didn't even mean to do it he but he um he put a roly-poly in like a whoppers box and he was like trying to show me his roly-poly and he was like nicole look and i just thought it was like you know how like like if you're eating grapes there's like sometimes like a baby grape and you're like like i thought i thought it was like a little whopper that was in there (laughs) and so i just went "Mm," and took it and And my brother starts like crying and he was like that was my roly-poly and i started crying i was like i just ate a roly-poly that's
0: hilarious
2: he thought i i thought he was like evil for like i thought yeah. he was and then he thought i was evil like we both thought like i thought he was trying to make me eat a roly-poly and
0: he thought i was just like i'm gonna eat your yeah, <laughs> Turns
1: out you both were just dumb <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And
0: the truth <laughs> is, wait what uh okay so yeah i was like so we don't know if you were sexually abused as a kid but i was just seeing a creep no, but it was later yeah yeah yeah
2: which has been coming up a lot for me lately mm-hmm. i watched that um that uh the cosby uh, yeah. d- that we have to talk about Cosby. I think I talked about this last mm-hmm. time. Uh, I watched a little bit of it and I like had to stop watching it because I was mm, like, this is, br- this is bringing up shit because some of the stuff they were describing was like, exactly what happened to me and so i just like started like i was like i can't i can't watch this anymore and for like a week i was having like nightmares and other stuff was coming up and Mm -hmm. um i didn't even know that it still affected me because i'm someone who and i'm sure like all of us do but like i'll like joke Joke. stuff off and be like yeah whatever like it was a big deal and like um and so like i've just spent so long pretending that it wasn't a big deal right that like eventually i was like oh no i think this was a big deal for oh, me <laughs> I'm sad. yeah yeah uh,
0: no that was the same like honestly like for me like i i got and like i i always was like oh i'm fine like i have jokes about it and i was yeah. like and they're hilarious so i was like that means i'm fine because i'm yeah. laughing And then like, I mean, honestly, like during the pandemic was like the first time when I was like, oh my God, I'm so sad. I have to
2: deal with these emotions inside of me. Exactly. Uh, And I was like,
0: oh fuck. Like I'm fucking angry too. I was like, I'm like livid. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, and, uh, the thing that, that like really helped me and it's like, sounds like woo woo but it's like inner child healing where it's like you literally have to like visualize yourself like in the moment that it's happening which is hard to do because you're like i don't want to see myself raped as a child like that's Mm -hmm. fucking like but i'm like you have to like see yourself in the moment then go in as your adult self protect your like protect and like counsel and like love and like fight off the bad like you have to like do this like visualization exercise and it sounds like stupid but it's really not because it's one of those things where it's like, you know, our, our, our inner child, like it never dies. Like, you know, when you're like goofy and you're silly and you're just like yeah. being playful, you're like, that's your inner child at play. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's a part of you, no matter what, like you just physically get bigger, you know, but it's like, you're that, that little person in you that just wants like to be safe and like loved. It's like that exists in us. And so it's like, we have to like, let it know that it's like, no, you're safe. Like you're good. Like, nothing bad's going to happen to you anymore. And it's like, it takes work, but it's like, it's, it, it like has to be done because then like our anxiety is like through the roof and you don't even know because you're like oh i just oh like i thought just like for more than half of the day i just always would rather be dead than have to do the thing that i didn't want to do yeah like i just thought that was normal i was like oh yeah i wanted
2: very normal i feel like
0: (laughs) dread yeah 100 (laughs) percent. dread is a huge
2: part of my life (laughs) yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) where i'm like yeah i would just rather die and i'm like i'm not gonna kill myself because i'm a procrastinator but i'm like i you know there's so many times where i'm just like I, and then i'm like oh that's anxiety because i felt like anxiety like i oh i just looked at people who had anxiety i'm like you're a pussy like that's what i would i literally was that toxic male like okay pussy like yeah oh like it's for people who have like acne and like you know fucking have a lisp like that's anxiety and i'm like no (laughs) like it's when you feel like i've never
2: heard anxiety described that way it's for people with acne and a lisp
0: (laughs) That's like how I thought of it, right? Like, same thing with therapy. And I was like, oh, I was like, a therapist? You mean some loser who went to college and their parents paid for it? Like, what are you going to tell me? You grew up with a fucking driveway. And I'm like, no, Monterey. Like, like, you grew up with a driveway. Yeah. I was like, they don't know shit. Like, they don't, they don't, they haven't been out on these streets. I have. And I'm like, dude, like, where is this, like, fucking, like, toxic male, like, coming from? And then I'm like, oh, pain, like, it's just pain and just not like, like being afraid to like, like embrace it, like head on. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, because we have demons and it's so much easier to "Eh," just like run away or hide. But to like look at your demon and just be like, give it a kiss on the forehead. I'm like, I'm not scared of you.
2: Yeah, because anxiety doesn't always present itself as like, you know. Uh, having an inhaler and being like I'm having a panic attack, <laughs> like you know, it's like it's all number of 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 things that it can look like, and a lot of things in my life I didn't realize were anxiety. I'm finally figuring out yeah. that they are. Self sabotage. Yeah,
0: yeah. Self sabotage. Okay, so let me do it. Let me interpret your cards here okay. um okay so like I said oh and the other thing that popped up for you was like I saw uh, I saw you like spilling something like spilling juice or like spilling tea or whatever and then like your dad like freaking out on you um and then they was just like showing me like you like constantly like walking on eggshells and so I was like okay. always walking on eggshells yeah 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 I was like okay dad daddy's mean
2: uh, <laughs> he's and- a lot better
0: now he's oh, good. you know
2: what's crazy is like I look back at um uh my childhood and my dad is like a different person like he's still like an angry guy yeah but like he in his 20s now he's like you know in his early 50s but in his 20s like he was just like a different person like it's crazy I look back and and mm. and uh I'm glad that he grew out of some of that shit you know God, probably yeah.
1: busting his ass was he
2: What do you he oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's for like, sure my dad yeah. is
1: chilled too but like he was when he was like 30 he was trying to feed everybody yeah and you know, and, and you don't even much. realize that yeah. when you're yeah. a kid
2: because yeah he would come home after work because and and he like would like uh drive a truck and do like manual labor and stuff like that and he would he came home and he would like immediately we'd be all like laughing in the living room yeah. and immediately he would come home and the energy would just be sucked out of the yeah. house and then he would like come in the living room he'd be like get out and he'd like be like get out of my chair and yeah. sit yeah. down yeah. And yeah. turn on and he'd be like who the fuck lost the remote and we're like nobody lost the remote yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, just yeah. like yeah and he was just like it, he was just like angry because he. You know and his had-
0: dad probably beat him oh he did and, you yeah, know yeah. What i mean yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. that's like the same thing with my dad too except for my dad like a really bad drug problem i was like you could fix that part but like he but yeah it's like you're like oh like when you're little though but the thing that's fucked up is like our subconscious stops growing when like we're nine years old so like Mm -hmm. everything that you like soaked in like from your environment of like how you handle things and how you feel about things or how you resolve things are programmed at that young of an age so it's like when you're little you don't have the wherewithal or the bandwidth to be like oh my dad's just doing this because he got beat and now he's displacing on me because he doesn't have the healthy skill you're just like oh i'm bad oh i'm i'm ugly oh I, I i must be stupid or i'm i'm not as good as my sister because it's like that's our kid logic that's the yeah. only way we know how to but then as we get older like that same logic is constantly in place so when you start dating somebody or you you get rejected from a commercial you're like oh you you know you're on that same you know wire yeah. of like oh i'm bad oh i'm stupid oh i'd I don't deserve it, yeah. oh, blah, blah, blah. Even though
2: later on you realize consciously the reason things were happening and mm-hmm. why people did stuff, you still, now it's programmed in you. Exactly, <laughs> now it's, now like, it's programmed now it's and you have in to catch you. it. Yeah. yeah,
0: and so like first you have the awareness and you start catching it. Then you have to like go in and like do the fucking work and people are always like, what's the work? It's fucking hypnotherapy, that's what it is. Cause like people like never say that. It's hypnotherapy and it's meditation. Like those are the two ways that you literally can rewire your brain. And cause it's just getting your brain into a subconscious state and programming these new thoughts into it. That's why so many people have so many success stories with hypnotherapy and you could do it for free online on YouTube. I will say
2: I, I was very like, I was like, that's not like, I, I mm-hmm. did not believe that that was like, yeah, that would work or whatever. Um, but when I was having those like problems, um, with, sexual things because mm-hmm. of things that have happened and i was like experiencing basically pain that yeah. there was nothing physically wrong with me right. but it was like all mental yeah um, like i was trying to figure out like why do why is it hurt yeah <laughs> like, why is it hurt all the time and i like i went to talking they were like yeah it's 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 mental
0: yeah yeah, yeah.
2: um and uh <laughs> and um so i went to a hypnotherapist my uh boyfriend there was one that worked at his rehab and he Mm. was like go to this lady yeah and so i went and she did a whole thing with me and i never had pain again and i was like what the
0: fuck yeah it's it's crazy and it's like it really like I because I've tried everything like for to get rid of all my fucking trauma and like bullshit like I literally have fucking like this is frog poison. I don't know if you can see it. I like went to a river and had some mystical shaman burn my that. skin open and put frog poison into me because I was like, I got to do whatever, man, ah. like and you're shitting and pissing in a river full of other fucking people with like crown fucking flower things on their head. And you're just like, just, I want this pain to go away. I'm like, I've done DMT. I've done psychedelics. I've done hypnotherapy. I've done regular therapy. I've done fucking like, I mean, any healing chakra Reiki, like everything. And I was like, I can't get rid of this fucking pain and I can't get rid of like, like some of these like bad, like tracks that like my brain just goes down and like, there were so many times, like I said, like I, not like I never wanted to physically kill myself, but I was like, I don't want to be alive. I was like, yeah. whatever that weird mix is, yeah, in the middle. like that
2: that that yeah. feeling of like, I hope I don't wake up in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: like if you are gonna I have hope, a yeah. mass, you know, shooting, like, yeah, I could be there. And I was, like, I won't mind. I was at a point, like at one point, where
2: basically I was the most depressed in the morning because mm. I would be like, oh fuck, I woke up. Yeah. And I, I did um go through a, uh, when I went to UCLA, there was a shooting there and we were all on lockdown for like four hours until they found the guy. Yeah. He up, like he ended up killing himself and like, you know, uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, But like, I remember being like in my dorm room and just kind of like sitting there like, I don't care if he comes in. Yeah. Like he can come in. I don't give a fuck. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah like, I definitely You're signaling that him, you're like, hello. <laughs> yeah. I made iced tea. <laughs> yeah. Are you angry at women? Because yeah. I'm one. I, I, I reject bad. men all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I would never fuck you. <laughs> yeah.
0: I would never ever. ever fuck you. Are you crazy? <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, but it's like, but hypnotherapy is like a thing that really fucking helped me, and I was like, oh my god, thank god, you know. I mean, and it's, honestly, LSD and hypnotherapy, LSD yeah. has fucking changed my life, like, yeah, tremendously.
2: I've done, I've done the hypnotherapy a couple of times when I'm like really desperate to like figure something out or whatever. But it's hard for me because I, you know, like I have like a comic brain where like I can't shut that off where I'm mm-hmm. like can take it seriously yeah. like they'll start to do and i like i'll like laugh or yeah. i'll be like i don't want to answer your questions or whatever yeah, because like, i'm afraid that i'll get it wrong like right. which there is no wrong answer when they ask you these questions sure. but i'm like oh what if i say the wrong thing and yeah. uh, you know so
0: it's funny because like I, I like what i remember when i started doing like lsd like i was like you you think that like you have to turn your comic brain off or we think that like okay we have to be serious now and i'm like no like comedy is healing a sense of humor is literally like a fucking like reset to your like right. like like when you like laugh or when you orgasm like you're literally physically energetically like changing like your the frequency that you're like emitting and so it's like laughter is part of it so it's like i never take any of this shit seriously like when i'm doing lsd or when i'm doing him to fit, it's like i'm still like laughing through it and i'm still yeah. like oh this is fun okay like this is weird and like when i do get messages or when i have like connected to my spirit guides or whatever it's like they're funny like mm-hmm. they make jokes like okay loser like like they make fun of me or whatever and it's like yeah so it's like it doesn't have to be serious and it doesn't have to be woo woo and it doesn't have to be lame it's like it could be funny and it could be healing and it could just fucking work yeah and um, that's what we're doing <laughs> i feel like Driving
2: you're in. you're like those uh those priests that are like god can be cool yeah, kids yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> i'm making it a wrap i'm like wear your crystal yeah no um but i am one of those people basically <laughs> i'm trying to make spirituality as cool as possible i'm like guys it's not that fucking weird um okay so your cards so um i'm gonna start with the i have three different decks so like i have a tarot angels and fairies okay Okay. and they all give different types of messages Okay. okay to your soul so basically when I get when you see cards you just interpret it and then if it like connects it connects and then you know we just we just have fun so one of the okay so like the first thing uh that's pulling up for you I don't know if you're having um like financial uh like financial stagnant like movement like where you feel like you're like okay i'm not like breaking through like something right now um and they're saying that like a lot of your uh financial like uh what's the word not growth but like your financial stuckness is stagnation stagnation (laughs) okay why don't you fucking relax (laughs) um a lot of your financial stagnation is uh because of like the the created stress and like the created like um self-sabotage so they're saying that like like you have when i say them i mean the cards Mm -hmm. um and the voices in my head uh (laughs) no but they're saying it's like you have a lot of like really good ideas and you have like a lot of um you have like ideas that have a lot of financial like merit to it but a lot of the times like you talk yourself out of it. And mm-hmm. so they're like, okay, so like there there has to be like a time for you of like when you actually like trust yourself and you like see like an idea like all the way through, like whether it's a pilot or like whether it's like some type of like podcast idea or whether it's like a live show, like there's something where it's like you have this idea and you've been sitting and you've been like brewing on it, but you're like, but no, but this, this, this is it fine yeah mm-hmm. but no like this would it make sense or like uh, it's like you're not like logically like seeing it and so it's like kind of like making you like not like move forward and they're like but then you always are here being like well how come i'm not how come i'm not at this point in my career how come i don't have this and they're like because of you yeah you know I, mean, I mean this
2: is just a story of my life yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so they're like because <laughs> of you and then they're
0: saying goddamn. Oh, god hold on Got it. Okay. So there, uh, the, the other part is like, okay, so like one of the, one of like the biggest things that like you like need in your life is like, you need to feel comfortable and you need to feel safe. And that's like something that you have to do. Um, you're going to have to like, like do like the inner, like working, like whether again, it's through like hypnotherapy, but I, I think you should do like inner child work. And again, you can like look it up on YouTube. Um, but there's, uh, There obviously, you know, your childhood was like very toxic and you constantly felt like you were in danger and you constantly felt discomfort. And that's probably the reason that you have a hard time, you know, with like communicating and, you know, expressing your needs because it's confrontational and it's uncomfortable. And that's like a trauma response of being like, you don't want to be uncomfortable so bad to the point where like, well, you're, you'll completely like avoid things. And like in order for like, I always, I always describe it like this. Like life is like a game, right? It's like a video game. And like each like level, like we have to like beat a level and each level that you have to beat, there's a bad guy at the end of it, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't level up unless you beat that bad guy. And so like for you, like one of like your bad guys, like that you're like not beating is you being able to speak up for yourself. And so like they're, they're, once you like get past like this lesson, and again, this is like something where people are like, oh, how can you prove that? you just do it and then you see that it like works and you're like i don't care if it's a coincidence i don't care if it's like you know woo woo but it's like if you if you actually like level up like your emotional intelligence and you like level up like your environment like meaning like the people that you associate with the jobs that you take um you know the relationships you have with like your parents whatever it is it's like if you make sure that they're all like quality and they actually like feel good to you you will like energetically like create like these, these blocks to be like broken that you can like receive, like the things that like you're supposed to receive. And um, they're like, the other thing that was like popping up is it's like, you have like really, really bad anxiety, like where, but obviously I'm, I'm sure you know, you have bad anxiety, but it's like you, I like you're not even consciously aware that like how you feel is so foreign to like how you're supposed to feel like, there's like you you won't even be able to like grasp it like once you feel like peace or like once you like get to a point where you're like oh my god like i'm safe you're gonna like think that you died like (laughs) you're gonna be like whoa like my brain my brain must be fucking dead or i'm i'm dead like and it's gonna be like no bitch like this is just peace like
2: one of the first therapists i ever saw uh when i was at ucla Mm because they they Provided you at UCLA, they would give you three sessions, <laughs> and that was yeah. it. But like, I was like, "All right, I'm going to take yeah. these three sessions." And at the end of the session, he was like, "I can't see you anymore because this is your third session." And he was yeah. like, "But I, I strongly encourage you to uh, seek therapy, also, yeah. like, and continue treatment." And he was like, "Because they would have us like fill out a questionnaire at the beginning of each right. um, session." And he was like, and he was like, you've you've filled out these questionnaires, or whatever. And he was like, um, and you know, it here's like, uh, he showed me like a thing that was like in each category. You know, there was like yeah. Yeah. Um, eating problems, and 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 uh, you know, like anxiety, depression, like all the like categories or whatever. And he was like, you and it compares. He was like, it compares you to like basically the the general student population and like if you're in the yellow it's like kind of concerning if you're in the red it's like very concerning yeah he's like you're in the red in almost everything except eating issues (laughs)
0: and I was like wow like oh okay yeah yeah
2: and I was like that's I was like but I feel normal and he was like
0: because it's common that's the only way you felt yeah he
2: said i don't think you know what normal is supposed to feel like and that fucked me up for a sec i was like oh okay yeah
0: no but that's like that's like really like what it is where it's like you know like you your your brain like the wires are placed and like they like are working But it's, like, it's one of those things, like, if a child, like, built a computer, and it's, like, they just kept, like, putting, like, wires in somewhere, and you're, like, well, it turns on, but you're, like, this is not, like, it's not fucking, like, this is gonna blow up, you know? And so they're, like, you, like, you can get to a state of, like, when you're gonna just, like, feel, like, so fucking, like, at peace, and you're gonna be, like, oh, but the way you're going to do it is like, you have to feel like safe, like you have to feel safe and you have to feel comfortable. And like a lot of, again, like your safety is like doing the inner child work, but then also like your environment, like you, the people that like you're around, like you have to be like, these people like love me and they have my back and they support me and they don't like have bad feelings towards me. Like if you don't feel that away around a person, like they got to go, you Mm -hmm. know? And it doesn't mean that they're a bad person, but it's like, they just gotta go
2: cutting people off is something I've never been able to do uh, I'm, I'm I'm starting to like try and like distance myself from people yeah. that but like I've never been able to just like I had a friend, my friend, Rachel, she's so good at it. Like the minute yeah. someone like fucks with her, she's like, I'm Bye. done. I never want to talk to you again. Yeah. Like, you know, I've never been able to do that. Someone could apologize to me a million times, like, and do it over and over and over. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. like, well, and then I've, I've done it in relationships and friendships right. and all that stuff. Um, I just let people like fucking walk all over me. Yeah. But, um, and that's like a in,
0: challenge that like, you'll, that's one of your bad guys, you know what I mean? Where it's like sticking up for yourself like that's the thing that like you have to like for you to evolve it's like you have to be able to like gain that skill set yeah. you know yeah
2: in both those things like basically i just have to overcome being a fucking wimp mm-hmm. <laughs> just to not be a
0: fucking, but uh, you'll gain it like once you you'll gain it once you'll gain it once you you know it's like it's, it's, you know, popping up like the hood of a car. So it's like when you're like, okay, I don't have any coolant in the car. So that's why like the AC doesn't work. It's like, everything has like a cause and effect. So it's like, when you like get to like the root of it, you're like, oh, like, okay. It's not that I can't stick up for myself. It's that I don't like being uncomfortable because once I'm uncomfortable, I'm afraid that I'm in danger. And yeah. once you like program, like you're not in danger and discomfort has a positive solution because usually when we're uncomfortable and we communicate then we reach a solution and then the problem's done and it's like this is so much easier now you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah so then the other card you pulled is moving forward fearlessly which is like you know you like making decisions and like not backing down and not overthinking and just being like this is like what I'm going to set out to do again. Like whether it's your pilot or podcast or tour or live show, like whatever it is, like you have to just like, you, you have to just put like your effort into it and not constantly like second guess. Like, yeah, but what if they don't like this? Or like, uh, but like, uh, like they already have a lesbian show out. Like, okay. But like, I don't think Netflix is going to pick this up. Like all of that. Like, so it's okay it's okay all of that just like has to stop like where they're like hey and it's like it's just catching yourself in the moment and being like oh I'm having these thoughts, like, let me check my mood because your your mood is indicative of your thoughts or vice versa. So it's like, if you're having bad thoughts, you're probably in a bad mood. So we have to alter our mood, not our thoughts. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you're not gonna be in a great mood and having all these terrible thoughts and you're not gonna, you know, have all these terrible thoughts and be in a great mood. So it's like, they go hand in hand. So, sure. but, um, and then uh, the other card you pulled is beauty. Which beauty is like, you know, really accepting ourselves like physically, emotionally, like mentally. And, you know, it's hard because we live in L.A. and it's like a city where it's like we're constantly like we have we're constantly compared to other people. Just like even if you're just like the other female comic on the show, they're like okay, this was the female, this was the female. And it's like, people are just, you know, putting you like, okay, she was this, she was that, she was this, cause whatever. And then, you know, just, we live in a very superficial like city, mm-hmm. but um, so it's, it's, it's very um easy to go down the path of like comparison and like envy and, you know, like wishful thinking or whatever. But it's like, there are, you know, different like, like women's circles and it sounds lame but it's like there's like different like women's circles where it's like you can go it's like free at the park but it's like you you like literally like learn to like kind of when you did shrooms at one time and you got to yourself to a state and you're like oh it's just a body yeah like it's just like what the like why do I care about this like meat sack like Mm -hmm. it's literally like you know so it's like there's um there sorry my stomach is growing there's like this other uh technique that like you what you're supposed to do is like every day when you look in the mirror, you have to just write down however many things that you like about yourself that pop up, and even if it's just like one thing a day. If you're like, you know what, like I like the color of my eyes, or like I like the shape of my mouth, or ugh, it sounds like I torture. Know, <laughs> I know it sounds. It really does. I know <laughs> like, it sounds so ugh. lame, but it ugh. works because you want to know what? Like I had the same thing, like. You know people will be like oh you're a cute girl but i'm like yeah but i got raped when i was six and i got beat so like i didn't i didn't feel beautiful i thought like there was something about me that like caused people to hurt me that was like the only like thing that i could think of so like my whole life like i've never i've never been like oh i'm i'm beautiful or like oh i'm an attractive person like i literally would like just see like a face like i never saw like I never saw like what I like looked like. And I, I know it's like hard to describe, but I'm like, I just saw like a thing because I had no, I had so much shame in physicality. Like I would be, I couldn't wear bikinis in front of people. I could never dress up. Like I was just like, cause I thought that if that did that, then I would have something bad would happen to me. And the same thing, like the first time I did acid, like I like saw myself as if like, it wasn't like me looking at me. And I was like, oh, I was like, I'm cute. like i'm cute and i'm like oh my and that was like the first time i ever and it's like we all have the ability to like see ourselves like through that filter it just is like fucking work and like i naturally will pick out i naturally will pick out my flaws like all the time like it's just what i see automatically it's just i automatically just see the flaws i'm like this 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 and i've been retraining myself and it's weird because like now like there's times where i'm like I look at myself and I'm like oh like I do like this thing of myself or I do like that you know and it's like people think that like you know that other people don't have those same feelings and it's like no it's in your mind like you can be you know there's people who are fucking anorexic as fuck and you're like you're so skinny like what are you doing but they feel so fat and it's like yeah we all have like these fucking blocks and it's like once you like do these like things like the mirror thing it'll start off with like one thing or two things but then you're literally tricking your psychology into every time you look at yourself or every time you think about yourself that you automatically now like you know subconsciously start seeing the good and then once you start seeing the good you start feeling good and it's like it's just literally like a fucking trickle effect um, Cause it, it's hard because our brains are actually naturally wired to see the negative. Like, yeah.
2: um, there was like this thing where they would like flash all these images on a screen, and like some of them like were just neutral images or positive images, and some of them were like you know like an ugly ass spider or yeah. like something scary or like whatever. And you you're watching these flashing images, and and you it looks like. Those images are lasting longer, mm. um, and and then they're like, no, it actually we showed all the images the same amount of time, oh, okay. but like your brain holds on yep. to the negative things or the things that make you uncomfortable or the, yeah, the cause kind of like things because it's a survival yeah. instinct. It's like, oh, I have to spot the the thing that's negative that's so that yeah. you know. So I think like probably we that that translates also to our bodies like the first thing we spot is like for sure what isn't working here right. <laughs> for me or, or, or what isn't working for society yeah or what you we know? feel
0: like is wrong because we're like oh you're like this is why this thing happened to me it's like oh I have this 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 is why I used to think that I got raped because I have brown hair I was like oh it doesn't happen to little blonde girls like it just happened to me and then I was like oh I got raped because you know I was poor And I was like, oh, and like I had to like keep coming up with excuses. And I was like, no, you got raped because this kid probably got raped and raped you. Like, you know, but it's like, yeah, but when you're when you're young, I'm like, I just always had those beliefs where I was like, oh, fuck, like it's not doesn't have anything to do with what I did, what I said. And I had to like just like cry to myself in the mirror and just be like, you did nothing wrong. Like you did nothing wrong, you know, because it happened to me a few times in my life. And so I'm like, I must be yeah there's something wrong with me you know
2: yeah and it, it's interesting because like a, as fucked up as it is i feel like some people might think like oh like if if you got raped you <laughs> you must think like oh someone sexually wanted you or like yeah. whatever i realize that like if someone is using me for sex like i feel less than. i feel less mm-hmm. beautiful i feel less um and not that that's even about sex it's about right. power but like uh, in college when um a, a guy sexually assaulted me like i remember uh someone actually came into the room it was at a frat party yeah. i know it's a <laughs> cliche um but uh two of the frat guys like heard me came into the room and yeah. and kicked him out Damn. and um i was like sitting on the cat just like in shock yeah and he comes out and grabs his two like female friends mm-hmm. that were both like beautiful yeah. like, very hot and he was like we gotta go and they were like why and he w- he just turns to me and goes because this bitch ruined my night and they walk out and i'm thinking like
0: oh my
2: these girls don't know that he's like this because they're beautiful and he's not gonna attack them. Right. like he respects them right. because they're beautiful like i'm just some ugly bitch at a party that he mm. wanted to fucking right you know used to get off and then leave because right. i don't matter <laughs> like right. and that kind of stuff and the, yeah, that yeah that's like, like the thing that's that how that you it feels
0: co- yeah you code yourself out of but like really it was just because you were a stranger i literally thought like a personal relationship with him
2: i thought when men did stuff like that to me it was because i was fat mm. <laughs> like i was like oh yeah. i'm fat right like they're just like they're just like oh she's just like a fat girl that i'm yeah. like uh use and, and leave no because she doesn't matter yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? and it's
0: like because we have to like coach ourselves through it we have to be like well there must be some reason like other than it's like oh someone sees that you're a person that doesn't stick up for themselves like they just can catch it like there, there's so many times cause it's like same thing like i i got like molested by my mom's boyfriend for like two years and i felt bad for my mom so i didn't like ever tell her because i was like oh i don't want her to like have her feelings hurt you know and i'm like but I, but it's like, they sense it. They sense the people who like won't speak up for themselves. So it's like, yeah. it's nothing physical. It's like, you'll see all sorts of bitches on the news that got raped. So it's not like, oh, pretty ugly, whatever. You could have asked yeah. her out, like whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't, matter. that has nothing to do with it. It's like, they know how to pick people. It's a chemical thing. Just like when we chemically can fall in love with people or whatever, and we just like have a connection, These predators can chemically pick up on the person that is an easy target, that it's hard for them to stick up for themselves or it's hard for them to like take themselves out of a dangerous situation. And yeah. that's all it is.
2: And you do constantly see yourself like attracting the same people into your life mm-hmm. until you learn a certain
0: lesson. Exactly. And that's <laughs> and that's your lesson, him, which yeah. I'm telling you now is like, yes, like you have, like that is still like a thing that you have to like conquer is like sticking up for yourself and even if it's like in the smallest things like no i don't want to listen to this song we can turn it or like you know it's a good test is that i always tell people if you go get a pedicure and the lady's like too harsh on your toes or too harsh on your legs when she's massaging you and you don't say anything because you're like i don't want to make her uncomfortable that's how you know that you're not you're not beating this lesson yeah that just
2: happened with a manicure oh my god she that's was funny. killing me yeah. like and i was i was you just, just took like- it. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, I, I told my mom, I was like, I'm never going back there again. She was like hurting me because she was trying to. Um, I had uh, like still acrylics yeah, on and uh, she was just like yanking them off with yeah. that. And I was just like, ah, like I was like, she's yeah. going to. And she did. She wrote like my like the top part of my neck were like ripped off yeah. and my pinky was like bleeding.
0: And it's like that's that's like a literal like nothing. microcosm of your life of being like you will allow yourself to suffer rather than communicate because you're so afraid of the result. So it's like you're literally bleeding yeah. and in pain because you don't, you're so worried about like hurting someone else's feelings. And you're like, oh my God, like that's like an addiction to suffering where it's like you're so used to the suffering that you're like, that feels comfortable to you. So you'll be like, I can handle that. Like I've suffered. So like I'll just be quiet so this other person doesn't have to like feel burdened. And it's like, right, no. You got to stop that, Nicole, (laughs) because then all your all your all your riches and like all your money, like all your like your next like transition, like in your life, like that happens like when you transition. So it's like you're not going to sell a show if you can, not if they're like, okay, Nicole, how about instead of three lesbians, it's three men who are Italian and they're having a cook off. And you're like, well, that's not my idea, but you're not going to say anything. So you can't speak up for yourself. And you're like, okay. And then the show doesn't get fucking picked up. And they're like, fuck. And then your lit agent drops you. And you're like, all of that could have been completely like avoided. If you're just like, no, it's three fucking lesbians. And that's the fucking show, you know? <laughs> and so it's like, you're not gonna these things like won't transpire until like you transform and and you got to do it
2: are you writing a show about three lesbians the second (laughs) time you brought up a show about lesbians
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's called
1: sabrina the teenage witch
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'm here for it
0: (laughs) i'm like people need to respect lesbians because here's the thing sometimes we don't know we're a lesbian and then it gets revealed that we're a lesbian and i'm kidding I'm not a lesbian, <laughs> even though every man in my life has accused me of being a lesbian. But I just, I just, I'm not. Um.
1: <laughs> Simple.
2: Cut and dry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was a lesbian for many years, but I realized I was like, oh, I have trauma with men. Because mm. then I tried to, because I was like, oh, I must like women then. And then I like tried and then I was like, I don't like this either. And then I was like, maybe I'm asexual. And then yeah so like i've been on a journey
2: that was a thing where like when i first started watching porn i could only watch lesbian porn because the penetration part of it like freaked me out i was like oh my god i can't and so like yeah and so then like i was watching all this lesbian porn and i was like am i a lesbian i am bisexual it turns out yeah i didn't know that for a long time but like um yeah it was like this weird uh thing where like even in my I was like, I don't want to see a penis enter a vagina. That's
0: hilarious. <laughs> I was the opposite. I loved watching penises and vaginas when I was little. Um, I always wanted to be a boy, so maybe that's why. But I am. I'm. I did too. Straight.
2: It, it it freaked me out. And also, like when my mom first was describing to me how to put in a tampon, I started hyperventilating and fainted. Like anything that had to do with like putting something inside uh-huh. of me, like.
0: <laughs> I was like, I really do think you have some
2: out. repress. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, and then the, and then like, so I never did it. And then eventually I was, um, when I was at UCLA and I was a sports writer for the U- UCLA's newspaper. Oh, that's cool. And uh, we went to Stanford to cover some like championship thing. And um, I was with a, I was staying in a hotel with another female writer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I started my period. Do you have like anything? And she hands me a tampon. And I was too embarrassed to be like, I've never used one of these because I was fucking like, Twenty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was like, <laughs> so I go into the bathroom. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this. I swear to God, man up
0: and put this in my pussy. I swear man to God,
2: I get it. And I faint off the toilet and hit my head on the bathtub. And she was like, oh Are you okay? Because she heard what happened. I was like, Yeah, I just fainted so weird. I don't know what happened. Maybe like I have low blood sugar or something. Like, because I just couldn't oh my tell God, her. Like this is what hilarious. to
0: Hilarious. Yeah. So
2: there was definitely something going on with me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm amazing. fine now. But yeah, that would. Like,
0: tampontra yeah. I didn't start my period till I was like almost 16 years old which is like very late I was
2: like 15 Oh yeah. really yeah mm-hmm. and
0: I was a ve- I had no tits you no know, I was like a late bloomer and I me was, too but i still
2: have no tits yeah I still have no tits do
0: <laughs> but i was always so nervous that like girls were gonna pick up on the fact that i didn't have tampons on me because mm-hmm. like anytime someone was like oh does anyone have a tampon i never mm-hmm. had a tampon and yeah. i was like they're gonna know that i don't have my period because it does make I you feel so left out yeah so <laughs> i would go and like buy tampons like and just like be like, any- anyone need a tampon? Girls, anybody need a tampon? I got <laughs> like tampons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who so needs funny. a tampon? And I'm like, okay, relax. Brian, but- did
2: you ever feel left out because you didn't have tampons on you?
1: No, I was raised in a household of women. So there was ta- any tampons I needed were there. Really? <laughs> oh, did you ever nice. put
0: tampons and alcohol and put it in your butt? No. I have uh,
1: that's I funny. have taken a bag of wine up the ass. A Not whole, the whole bag. A whole bag? Oh, no. I, I was like, like damn. A yeah. <laughs> No, but never. I was like, so
0: you have the abdominal region damage. That's you. <laughs> yeah, that no.
2: seems hard to 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 do that to put a, a tampon with alcohol in your. Yeah, apparent like, kids do it.
0: It's a popular it. move. Yeah,
2: yeah. It, I feel like that would have to because, like, a, well, I guess it wouldn't be dry.
0: Yeah, it's soaked in alcohol, but and it, you could do like a super small one. It's like it's still probably be a little uncomfortable, but yeah. like. You know, I feel like fingers out in, in their three butt. you seconds. Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah, it's so quick. Damn. Oh. It's so quick. When you butt chug, yeah, it's super fast.
0: When you butt chug, you yeah. need to wash your mouth, sir. <laughs> yeah.
1: Really? Should we recount some of the things you've said?
0: I was,
2: I was, I was wondering, <laughs> yes. I was wondering last episode, like if you put antidepressants up your butt, if it'll like work faster or, yeah. um, wow. a I think there's
1: supposed to be time release though. Yeah. But you might have the happiest five seconds of
2: your
0: life.
2: <laughs> <sighs> I feel like if you like, like maybe like cut a slit in the capsule and then just like put it up your butt.
0: Yeah. That's a possibility. Yeah. I know? don't know. We'll find out. I'll next have week. to. I'll
2: have to try it. Stay yeah. tuned. Yeah, <laughs>
0: stay tuned, kitties.
2: Okay. So. So. This,
1: you should reverse your question. What's that? The question you always ask. You should do the exact opposite.
2: Right, because we have been talking about the worst parts of being alive mm-hmm. this, whole, yeah. <laughs> this whole, time. Maybe lighten it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. What's the best? Uh, are there any <laughs> more cards?
0: Uh, your last. Your last card is miracle healing, Ooh. which means like. Nicole, all you have to do to receive miracles is fucking change.
2: Oh, that's it?
0: <laughs> just Plastic a, surgery? Just be different. Just don't <laughs> just be-, be yourself. <laughs> just, like, everything that you feel, don't. Okay? Yeah. And then you'll get a fucking miracle. No, but this yes. means that, like, that this is a shift, like, happening in your life where it's like, okay, like, some, like – it's usually it pulls like when you're uh, what's that? What's that? Not an epiphany, but what's like the moment? Like what's like a soul defining moment? There's like another word for it, like uh, you know, um, not an epiphany, but what's like the word for? I'm just thinking of like the, the rosebud. Yeah, story. an Awakening. awakening. Yeah, okay. like you're when you pull like a miracle healing, it's like. Oh, like this is a big like awakening shift in your life and all you gotta do and which is really weird because Nicole Amy Schreiber also pulled this card.
2: I, I swear to it, me and Nicole, there's some kind of like the first time I met Nicole Amy Schreiber, I gotta have her on here, but like um or, or I'd only I'd said hi to her like briefly. Is she a
0: bisexual too? Whatever. I think we're getting to the <laughs> bottom
2: of this. Uh she has, she has dated women. Uh but uh yeah, we um I walked into like a coffee shop and I was going through like a really rough time. Mm-hmm. And I like uh, she just happened to be there and we were talking and I was like, yeah, the, the, like this just happened because like something had just happened where yeah. I was like, I need to talk about it. And she's like, OK, I'm going to get my coffee and then we're going to sit down and talk. And I I only said hi to this girl. Either, right. And we had and talked for like three hours. Damn. And she was like, I feel like you are me 10 years ago uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so like it's so therapeutic to talk to her sometimes yeah. because like literally stuff she has like gone through is like the exact same stuff i've totally. gone through and, um yeah we we have some kind of
0: yeah uh, there's some very weird connection synchronistic things between you two and
2: look if there's gonna be anyone that i i feel connected to i'm, I'm glad it's her like if it was like a shitty person i'd yeah, be like I oh like, fuck. fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if i had all these things in common with someone i didn't like but uh i think she's a she's a pretty cool lady so yeah
0: she's good. a cool girl she's a cool cool jewish girl no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i want to make sure we know that no um, but yeah, so miracle healing is just saying like, girl, this is a shift of your life, but it's a manual shift that like you have to make. And yeah. Because healing is self.
2: Well, I feel like a lot of us are experiencing like, cause I have experienced a lot of shifts over the past couple of years. And I think a lot of us have, because we just all collectively went yeah. through a crazy fucking thing. Absolutely. So like, I do feel like i have gone through so much like growth and, and mm-hmm. shifts in my life life over the past couple of years and i do hope it continues because it it i will. think uh i need that
0: you just got to do your challenges and like i said at the nail salon in the car whatever it is it's like every time whatever the thing that like you want to communicate or that you need just practice just be like i actually don't like this song like or yeah this is too hard on me or like Hey, I actually don't want to go to the party. Or like, you know what? Like, mm, I can't make it to your birthday. Like, yeah, you don't have to apologize. You don't have to make an excuse. You don't have to lie.
2: This song thing. Uh, that my uh, the other day, I we, I got into an Uber mm-hmm. with my boyfriend. He was like, Hey, can you change the music station? <laughs> and after we got out, he was like, Nicole, when I asked that, you looked at me like I just like asked him to fucking like do something like whip his yeah, dick yeah, out. Like yeah. he was like, You look you looked mortified and i was like That's- i was because but it was also because like the guy was playing like a spanish station And i was like he's going to think I'm you're racist, racist. <laughs> like
1: dude Ramsey and i were just talking about this <laughs> yeah. i feel like if you change the uber driver's music you should be shot was what i said <laughs> See, <laughs> the other like, day okay um, so i'm not the only one it's like that- a low wage job and he's in his car all day right. you're it's yeah. like fuck off most of that money's going to uber let him listen to his shit right yeah. you know what i mean it's I not even a fear headphones. of yeah. content. it's not a confrontation fear right it's like the guy has so little control the right, only right, right. thing
2: that doesn't make me feel like weird about it <laughs> not is that because be he tips really well that's the thing yeah. that i'm like he does he he's not afraid to ask for things he's not afraid to send things back whatever but then he will tip, tip. like yeah more than
0: no that's good i think that like yeah i feel like both it's like yeah I, I don't bother a person. Like, I always put my headphones on. But, like, there are times where, like, people are driving crazy or when people have the air, like, blasting too much or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, hey, like, it is absolutely fucking freezing in here. Or, like, I don't say that. But, like, it like I don't have a problem, like, fuck I don't have a problem, like, content. I don't have a problem, like, communicating. But I'm, like, but I get if you're, like, dude, the guy, like, just let him, like, have yeah. it. But then sometimes, like, I've been with, like, some Uber driver where they're, blasting it and you're like okay like you're not pre-gaming right now like calm the fuck down but i try not to i try not to uh i just try to mind my own business because the thing that i hate about uber drivers is like just don't ever talk to me yeah like i they make the thing now like he's the greatest thing ever thank you i'm like how do some people just do not pick up on social cues i had to drive a comic i'm gonna say his name i don't care but um I had to drive mike menendez to chatterbox the other day mm-hmm. and i literally was like i had my music blasting because when i drive i'm like i just when i drive i just want to listen to my music and he literally kept okay he literally kept shouting over the music <laughs> yeah. and i was like and i didn't turn it down like i still didn't turn it down and i'm like i'm just gonna let him figure it out like, the music has not moved. You are shouting. And I'm going... And I'm like, so that means I don't want to... And he just kept doing it. And I, I so I finally turned my music down. I was like, oh, you really want to talk, Mike. Like, you...
2: <laughs> talk about chatterbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
2: Um Yeah. Well, you know, I, I like... I like that I've never had a tarot card reading, but yeah. I feel like... Even if you're like, I don't know, like it's a thing where like it opens you up to explore thing like, you know, because it's like open to different interpretations and stuff and you can just be like. Well, this happened, and maybe I need to do this. And it, it helps you make your own connections right. and stuff like it's that. It's like so.
0: art, like when you when you sure. go see like a painting or something, you're like, it's gonna like inflict like different things for different people, and it's like, yeah, maybe like none of it is real. And I maybe have whatever. talked
2: about on this show that that's why I hate art. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. no, I have to be right. It means this, I
1: and I'm furious care. about. that.
0: Yeah,
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was furious. About, I talked it's to hilarious. people about that after.
0: <laughs> oh. I was like,
1: this is why I hate. Comedy. (laughs) It's like these people with their just awful opinions on art Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) no i mean
0: i'm just you and
1: pat were on the same page
0: yes i'm just uncultured and dumb but uh you know it's fine but yeah that's the whole point is it's like it makes it if you watch a movie like some people are inspired some people are like this was fucking trash some people are like i want to make films some people are like holy fuck i never learned that before so it's like and that's what tarot cards are too it's just like it's just a way to like you know, peel back something and to get you to think differently and to get you to like open up and to like, you know, if something feels synchronistic and, you know, like, like meant for you to hear, then you're like, oh, I'm going to apply that to my life and then Mm -hmm. make actions off of it. And then if the shit works out, then you're like, all right, well, that's what fucking God wanted for me. And and Mm -hmm. then we just do that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Awesome. Oh, I am going to flip the question. I think that's a good idea that I usually uh, ask on this podcast. What do you think is the best part of being alive?
0: I think the best part of being alive is just having constant experience. Like my favorite thing, and well, the thing that's probably got me in trouble too, but it's like, I think that it's such a beautiful thing that like moment to moment like anything can change you can meet any new person you can have any new like event like happen and it's just constant change and that's because it's like if if we were just the same thing like every day or whatever it's just like ugh. but it's like we, we I don't know especially being a comic I think it's so cool that it's like we're like the narrators of life and we get to do it in a very like funny but also philosophical way and we get to all do it together and just like watch each other grow and just live this like lifestyle where it's like we're fucking pirates like we're pirates we're peter pan people we don't ever have to grow up we can do whatever we want we can go into situations like comedians can talk to politics comedians can talk to you know athletes comedians can relate to regular it's like we just have the ability to just like navigate anything like through like having a good sense of humor and yeah I mean I guess that's my favorite part about being alive is just being a comic and being around like you know People yeah. So, busy. if you're
2: not a comic, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> you don't get to experience the best yeah. part of being alive. No, um, no well, I, I don't think
1: I, there was any envy. <laughs>
2: no, yeah,
0: everybody's
1: like, <laughs> yeah, people are like, thank we're God. God.
0: we're yeah. good. Hey, Do we have to go through all oh, of God. that just to be um, comics? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Put the cards away, sweetheart. Oh, we're concerned. Call that therapist uh, to back. <laughs>
2: Oh, I love it though. No, that's uh it's great. It's a positive spin on because it, as someone with anxiety, like mm-hmm. I'm always like, Fuck, why does everything have to be so unknown all the time? Like uh, the fact that tomorrow anything could happen, yeah. that's a nightmare
0: to oh, me. My <laughs> like God. I'm like, yeah.
2: Oh no, what's gonna happen? Yeah. Uh but you know, there's also the other side of that, which is
0: anything can happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, it's no. fucking magical. I think i mean yeah life is it's beauty and pain but it's magic and i just try to like folk i'm like dude there's so many things that i see that are like synchronistic or like whatever and i'm like this is fucking magic and i could be crazy but i'm like i'm like it's just i think life is really beautiful now i didn't for a long time but i'm like now i'm on the wavelength i'm like this shit is fucking epic yeah yeah
2: nice anything you want to plug
0: Um, no, I mean, just my podcast, uh, the Shamic podcast. If you like hearing about like spirituality or you like hearing about, you know, how I went on my self journey of uh, healing, but like through like a comedy lens and, um, or you're just like interested in, you know, just being vulnerable and honest about shit that happens in the world. Um, that's my podcast and it's on everything and yeah, that's it.
2: Check her out, Monterey Martinez. Uh, thanks for coming. Yeah, thank this you was so really much. fun.
0: Good. I'm glad that you had fun. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Uh,
2: this has been everything hurts. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Do all the you know things that uh, we want you to do. And um, I don't know. I think that's it. Everything thanks, hurts. Everything hurts. Fucking
0: life sucks. Everything hurts.